When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And this is a one and only T-Quest. You're tuning into the T-Quest show, related one, formative, yet entertaining. Shout out to all my listeners out there, new and old. You guys know that I appreciate each and every one of you. Time is supposed to be valued. So if you have taken the time to tune into the show, either live on a streaming platform or even a radio station, I appreciate you. So make sure you follow us early if you haven't already at T-Quest GLM and at DJ El Nino. Make sure you download your T-Quest mobile app and your Google Play Store and your App Store for free. Sign up for our mail list on our website, GodAllowMeWorld.com, where you can find God Love Me Radio, home of the music and conversations you want to hear. GLM Designs here to cater to all your graphic needs. GLM Merch, because in my opinion, it is hoodie season all year round, just like it rains all year round. You feel me? And GLM Merch voice because I am the voice, guys. And just remember, no matter if you need something within your life or in your career to help elevate, all you got to do is contact us because we are here for you. Okay. And if you ever want to get on a show, if you have a story to tell or a product to sell, you know we are here and you know what you do. The T-Quest Show with DJ El Nino. Relatable, formative, yet entertaining. If you think you can handle being a guest on the show, contact us today. We've interviewed independent artists to mainstream, regular folk to celebrities. You never know who's going to be our special guest and one day it may just be you follow us on all social media platforms at tquest glm and dj il nino il nino Yes, that is correct. And you guys know we live in the world where visuals is everything. Presentation is everything. And you got to take advantage of all your platforms. So all my DJs out there, music artists, entrepreneurs, if you need that little flex or major flex to take your brand to the next level, all I want to know is GLM, what is Hey, you. Me? Yes, you. What Are you ready to take your brand to the next level? GLM Designs can help you with just that. Word? From laptop skins. You want Promotional flyers. Yo, son! Promo videos. I need that! OBS switch overlays and backgrounds. Hey, yo, let me get that! Professional one sheets and so much more. Oh, my God. Please visit our website. I'm on it today to check out our designs. Get it. Follow us on social media at Gotta Love Me World. Follow Designs are here to take care of all your graphic needs. Da-da-da-da. Now, 
Okay, so we stop, we stop. So yeah, shout out to everybody who's tuning in right now. So let me guys give you a little spiel before we start today's show, right? So you guys know that myself as well as DJ Nino is the head of the Worldwide Fleet DJ's R&B division. And every quarter we have an amazing sip and sing, you know, because um, we just want to be here for the singers since it's the R&B division. And if you guys have an amazing talent and you want to be heard, we have this platform for you. So every quarter we have a Zoom where you guys get on with the tastemakers of the industry, DJs, producers, um, magazine owners, bloggers, promoters, and you get a chance to do what you do, which is sing for us. You see what I'm saying? And um, I know a lot of artists feel like, well, you know, what's the catch? I'm like, there is no catch. Even though time is money and you need money to make money, you should always invest in your brand. Sometimes some of us tastemakers wants to give you a chance. Give you a chance to be heard. Give you a chance to be seen. You know, we're going to take time out of our crazy schedule to let you have your moment. It's all about what you do at that moment. And then recently, this young lady took advantage of the moment. And uh, we all was blown away with her, her gift and her talent that it was only right to bring her on the show. You know, because she wowed us just with her intro. Just with her intro. I'm like, okay, flex. Okay, flex. You know, and I'm just like, you guys know, like, if I um meet people and they have, like, a kindred spirit and just match my energy, that means they must be someone special and I have to learn more about them. And I'm usually right, and I was definitely right about this young lady. But before we bring her on, you know, the show is not the same without the crowd's favorite, DJ Il Nino. What up, though? Mic check, mic check. I can see you know what? Too. You 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 didn't have to do that. Like that I'm was my thing. Saying. You didn't. That was like my that thing. That's your thing. That's what we doing. Mm-hmm. Hey, Nino. Are you done? How you will? <laughs> I'm great. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. Okay. Now we're just gonna jump right on in. Okay. You know because um. Our special guest is in the background, and um, we want to make sure that people automatically see what she's about, and they'll realize very quickly why she is so awesome, okay? Let me introduce you to Jessica. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hey, DJ El Nino. What's going How are on, you? Jessica? I am good. It has been a, a lively day, but a good day. So I'm good. How are you guys? Well, I only can speak for myself, but um, I'm great. Yeah, I'm, good. <laughs> I'm fantastic, you know. And Nino's on the show with me, so you know he's living in the city, yummy. Yeah. Sorry, Nino. Sorry, sorry. So um, <laughs> even though I'm stating nothing but facts. So <laughs> we do yeah. not want to botch your name. And now we can try to pronounce your last name and you we probably can get it right but i'd rather not so won't you say your name for the people hello people i am jessica lois and you had it perfectly right jessica lois i should have known yeah. i should have known so let the people know where you're from Ooh, that's a tough one um so i've actually moved around a lot as a kid uh but i've mostly before i went to college i was mostly in south florida and uh Bel Air, Maryland, which is Harvard County, suburb of Baltimore. Let's see. Well, now I think of Bel Air. <laughs> Everybody thinks of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, like I'm fancy, but it's you know. not bad. It's like a very small suburban little town. 
which I'm all with the suburban life, but it's just it's like a slight disappointment for a second. Where are you from? I'm from Bel Air. Okay, I love Cali. I will, I'll come in. No, Maryland. Okay, like not to discredit anyone, but it's just like a downer. Like you know, I was telling people Brooklyn. There's a Brooklyn, Connecticut. Yeah, you know. But when you think of it, you always think of New York. So, yeah. um, of course, we always hop around because of family as children and then as we get older is usually our decision but i want to bring it back to this question i love to ask each and every guest because throughout life sometimes this answer changes mm-hmm. you know and i'm always curious what happened or sometimes it do stay the same depending on the person when you were younger we had an assignment when i grow up i want to be what did mm-hmm. you say so the first time I remember being asked this in like a school assignment, I was mm-hmm. in, I think, first grade. And I said I wanted to be a baker, but I think it was because my teacher's name was Miss Baker and I liked her a lot. <laughs> um, and then I think for a while I wanted to be paid to practice piano. Um, I was like, I don't okay. want to perform. I just want to stay home and practice. And if there's a way that I can get paid to do that, then that's what I want to do. Um, and then for a while I wanted to be in the WNBA because you guys don't know this, but I'm really tall. So I was in basketball a lot. Um, and then eventually I was like, I want to do music. And I think the first thing that I thought I wanted to do musically was be a, um, like the music director for a tour, um, for like a major artist tour, which I still think would be amazing to do, but I kind of found my love of songwriting and production later in life and you know those skills all kind of feed each other you know what i mean like songwriting production piano um i had voice lessons growing up so there's that and then if i wanted to be a tour manager one day i feel like i or a tour uh music director one day Uh i feel like i have the skills for that as well and so Uh they all kind of i just i love to make music i love the creation of it so okay okay that's awesome um, special shout out to DJ Abel from New Jersey on the check-in. Now, let me ask you a question. I know you said something, which is kind of hilarious, um, mm-hmm. about want to practice piano yeah. <laughs> and get paid for it. Like, yeah. that's there's nothing wrong with that. But you know, we got to <laughs> be a little really bit a good career strategy, it's though. Not a good career strategy, but we yeah. can around that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, and you also mentioned that, um, you took singing lessons. Now, why did you get into music, taking lessons with piano and singing lessons? Like it wasn't music, you have a musical family or something sparked your interest? What was it? So my dad's side of the family and more specifically my dad's mother's side of the family, they're like all musicians. And so my parents had me and they thought, well, she'll probably like music. Let's put her in some lessons. And ta-da, I did. Um, so I started taking <laughs> lessons and I was really little and mm-hmm. it just always stuck. Um, I have, you know, musicians all throughout my dad's side of the family. And um, I don't know if you're familiar with the, with the group Midnight Star, but those are my cousins, um, the founding members of that. So yeah, I got music in, in my genes, I guess, in the blood. Okay, Nina, you're you're nodding your head. Are you familiarized with them? Yeah, I, I remember them. I, I remember them. Yeah, bit. they didn't have like tons of hits or anything, but you know, they were they had a charting hit. Look, yeah. if you got one hit, you're lit. Okay, I don't care yes. what nobody say. Yeah. <laughs> so shout out to them. Go ahead, you know. No, I'm, I'm, no, it, um, it, it took me because I'm sitting there trying to think of the songs that they had. I can almost see a video almost in my mm-hmm. head, one of them joints. Um, so. Uh, let me ask you a question. Um, 
what is different about you from all these other artists that are trying to, you know, get into the game and make their mark? What differentiates, mm. differentiates yourself? I can't talk to that. I need my water. Okay. Um, that's a great question. So I think we're all, you know, every human being and therefore every musician, we're all unique in our own ways and we're all, you know, special in our own ways. But I think what I bring to the table musically, um, is thoughtfulness, if I'm being honest. You know, I was talking with T-Quest a few days ago. I'm really big into legacy. You know, I want my music to last. Um, it's funny, I was just at a bar with a few people a few days ago and they were playing all these classic rock songs that were probably 30, 40 years old at this point, but they're so good and they still hit. Mm-hmm. And so I think what I, you know, really strive to do in my music is I want the lyrics to be thoughtful. I want the music to be thoughtful. I want the mix and the arrangement and the vocal production and everything to sound like there was time and effort put into it because I want my music to last, you know? And I think the music that is like, you know, has some effort and some thought and some, and some heart put into it lasts. And I'm not saying that, you know, sometimes people hear that and they think, Oh, everything, all your stuff is super deep. And I'm like, no, like it really doesn't have to be deep. Thriller is such a great song and it's not super deep, but it Mm -hmm. clearly intention was there. Um, And so I think I would just want, I think what I, maybe bring that is not super duper common all the time is thoughtfulness and intentionality or at least that's what i'm striving for and i also think my music's pretty good but you know there's a lot of good music out here i love that i love that one of the reasons why i love your response is because i understand a lot of people get into music and certain professions for the same reasons right Mm -hmm. but after a while i'm just like you all can't be a clone of each other. Like someone has to have um, a different response. Mm-hmm. And the only way you can really have a different response if you really know who you are and what you really trying to bring to the table and not being so cliche. That's true. You know what I'm saying? And you have this clear vision of what you want and what you desire. Thank you know, you. so it's easier for you to have a different response. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And being thoughtful, that's beautiful. And you are very gifted and very talented and it's smart to want to have timeless music. But there's a difference for wanting your songs to last forever, wanting everyone to love each and every one of your songs mm-hmm. versus actually being realistic to reality mm-hmm. and actually taking your time to make amazing content. Yeah. Not just content you think is amazing because you wrote it or you produced it. <laughs> <laughs> content that others can actually say this was done beautifully oh you know yeah that's I mean? that's what i'm striving for and to be fair you know that's not something that just i didn't i would, didn't wake up like this into life you know what i, I mean like I, 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 know, right? I didn't come out of the womb being like i want to make intentional and thoughtful music and i want it to be like this and the blah, blah, blah. like that that's a process you know that that's artist development um that's people development (laughs) we're really getting out down to it it's it's maturity and uh taking time to get to know yourself and and explore who you are and really hone who you are in addition to your craft and so you know to any artists out there listening if you don't feel as solid as i might sound in who i am and what i do just keep going you know you'll find it People always talk about, um, you know, how do people, I've heard people ask before, like, how do I find my sound? And I'm like, just keep making music. Your sound isn't going anywhere. You can't, it's not out there for you to discover. If you keep making music, your sound will 
will come through in every single thing that you make. Um, and so, yeah, I, I love making music and I think it just over time I've developed who I am as a person and that has fed into developing who I am as a, as a musician and as a creative. And, um, yeah, that's, that's something that's really important to me is just thoughtfulness and intention because we hear so much song, so many songs these days mm. that just sound so microwavable, you know what I mean? And we talked about this the other day, but I just feel like we hear so many songs that are just kind of. They're almost like elevated background music, like background music you can kind of bop to a little bit. And I don't want that to be my life. And I don't want that to be my career or my legacy is music that's just kind of a vibe that's kind of just nice to have on, just to have on. I want music that pulls you in and says, hey, come here. Yeah, you, you, you've had this experience before. And so have I. And we should all like sing about it. And Absolutely. Oh. That's so interesting that you say that because Nino and I discuss that all the time, right? When we're going through yep. music selections before Nino yep. um, speaks, we always be like, okay, new song, you know, because right. a lot of record labels send us music for their new artists or um, right. the artists on their team. And then, of course, independent music um, artists send us music too. We were like, okay. First off, do we like this song or we don't like this song, <laughs> right? And then we're like, okay, where does this song fit? It's yep. kind of like the Temptation movie. All right, are you going to buy the single? Are you going to buy the sandwich, right? And a lot of them, we get in the carbs, okay? Because the song just ain't fitting right. And then it comes to the point, um, I'm like, it's a nice song. But if it's just playing, I wouldn't say skip it. Yep. But I'm right, like, right. What is this? Wait a minute. What is this? You know, and it's not an insult. It's just that mm -hmm. your song is good enough to get by, but it's not going to stop me. Like, who is this? Yeah. You know, that's real. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's not a song that I'm going to cut off. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But it's also not a song I'm going to ask for. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just real. That's so real. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we gotta be. We gotta be. I'm gonna cut off, but it's not no, a right. I'm gonna ask right. for. It. Sure <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. Freakazoid major joint early, what would now probably be called kind of auto tune esque sound to the Freakazoid joint. Mm -hmm. um, my man went through the whole damn thing. No parking on the dance floor, major Freakazoid. Wet my whistle. Um, oh, operator. Wow. Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, okay, yeah. Midnight, midnight Star. Was, uh, she kind of undersold it in Midnight Star. I, I might have undersold it a little bit. <laughs> Thank you, Sean Wright. Thank you, Sean Wright. And the private yeah, touch. Midas Touch was one of their joints, too. Mm. Um, 70s Party. Midnight Star is kind of, you kind of need that on your playlist. Mm. I'm just saying. I mean, I love 70s music. That's like my favorite era of music. So. Okay. There you uh, go. The there live go. instrumentation back in the 70s. Yeah. The arrangements, the. The go big or go homeness. I love that oh, music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a little different back then. Absolutely, absolutely. And um I love that once again, there's nothing wrong with agreeing with others, but I love mm -hmm. to hear different responses too. The most yeah. safest answer to say my favorite era is the nineties when it comes Everybody to Everybody says that. <laughs> and I'm just like great. I mean, it, it was a wonderful era. That's it's a great. I mean, there's no bad era of music if we're really getting down to it. You know, the, the '90s is a perfectly valid choice, but I feel like everybody says that. Everybody's like, "I love the '90s. The '90s is my favorite era." And most of the time, they're talking about the R&B because let's be real, like it was definitely an era. 
of Absolutely. 90s when it comes to R&B music specifically. But I'm like, do y'all listen to anything else? Like, does anybody else like anything other than 90s R&B? It's, it's great. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying, you know, there are other things as well. But, you know, if that's your favorite, like a lot of people are actually very well versed in a lot of different kinds of music and just prefer 90s R&B. So whatever floats your boat is fine with me. Although I do find it funny how so many people um, are saying 90s R&B is their favorite. And, you know, I think part of what that is, is that the, I think part of what made that era so iconic is that it was so like emotionally fraught, like it just felt really real, you oh. know, and it just and soulful and just, oh, what an era of R&B. Like it was between the vocals and the lyrics, it just, it was really real feeling. And I think what might be going on is that I think some people are saying 90s R&B is their favorite era of music, partially because it's their favorite, but also because they just crave that in current music, the feeling of this is really good. Like, not just like cool, like it's really good vocally, um, you know, the way the songs are put together and it it's resonating in a way that some music today isn't. And I think a lot of people just really miss that. Absolutely. Now see, and, and it sounded different. It did. The songs didn't sound all the same. You couldn't just listen to That's who's true. this? Is this? Is this her? Is this? You know what I mean? Literally, mm -hmm. yeah. You don't know who to. You, you you listen to a lot of songs. You can play five artists back to back to back, mm -hmm. and I can give you the five names of the songs. But could you put the names of the artists with the songs yeah. that you just heard? You know what I mean? Yeah, and I. They all sound I the same. No, that's that's facts. And I think part of what's going on is there's always been throughout the history of the music industry, there's always been copycats of whoever was hot. But I feel like we're in an era right now where so many people like more than in the past are shooting for the middle, rather than shooting to be a standout in whatever way. And I, again, there's always been people like that. There's always been artists like that, songs like that, or whatever that are going for a certain thing that's in rather than individuating. Um, but I think just because of the internet and, you know, the way the music industry has gone and social media and not that these are bad things, but I just think these are, these have facilitated a musical environment and culture and landscape where people understand, oh, I can get hot if I just jump on a trend and it pops right. on TikTok or it, you know, even if I get it to the radio, I think people are understanding how it works. And there's less gatekeeping when it, the music industry used to be, you know, you could not get on the radio unless you had a major record label contract. And I think it's a beautiful thing that that's the case now, uh -huh. that there are less gatekeepers. But I think part of the benefit of gatekeepers is that they keep the gates. You know what I mean? <laughs> is that not everybody gets let in. And obviously it's a blessing and a curse. It's the same thing with the news. You know what I mean? It's the same thing how when there was, you know, three news channels once upon a time, you didn't get the full scope and the full perspective of what America, if we're just talking about national news, what America was feeling and what was really going on in all the different communities. But at the same time, you know, you also didn't get things that were very clearly and blatantly and purposefully extra biased to one yeah. side or the other. So, Absolutely, absolutely. And, and, and let me chime in on the gatekeepers. Um, the gatekeepers, I, I like that concept, but the gatekeepers started getting bought up. You know what I mean? They started well, getting yeah, become, that's yeah, yeah, they started becoming like three or four labels. You know what I mean? Right. There was all these other labels, but then the majors became ultra majors. You know what I mean? Right. So, yep. so they, even though they were a lot of labels, they were they were a lot were owned by you know a few people. So that right. kind of lessened it as well. So 
Yeah. I, I, I like now that anybody, well, maybe I, don't, maybe I need not to say anybody. You know but it's mean? conceptually, it's great that yes. everybody could yes. be invited yes. to the party. Yes. Okay. It, it is lowered the price. Of, it's definitely lowered the price of yes. admission. You know what I mean? Um, to the point that labels are now not even signing you unless you got a buzz. You know what I mean? Right. Unless you already improved yourself, they're like, "Nah, we ain't, we ain't here to make y'all. We here, we just here to make money." Right. You know what I mean? So right. there's that now. So yeah, and I, know? and I think to your point, you know, and what kind of what we were talking about earlier, um, the whole deal of like me finding and figuring out who I am as a person and as a as a musician and as a songwriter. That's artist development. There used to be a time where people got signed and were not popular when they got signed. And then there was time and money and effort put in to develop them. And that is not as prevalent anymore. And so, you know, the easiest way to get hot is to do what everybody else is doing. And so you can get a following that way. And then, you know, somebody can scoop you up, the company or label or whatever. And then, bam, we have just another of the same. And, um, you know, I don't want to come on here and be all negative. Like, there's a lot of positive stuff. You're not being negative. You're just being Uh, open and honest about what's really happening in the music industry. Yeah, I mean, I love so many people who are new. Like, it's not like I'm only listening to stuff in the past or whatever. There's a lot of really great music happening right now. But at the same time, I think there's a lot of structural barriers in place and cultural barriers in place to people who are also making great music. They're just doing something a little bit different than what's more mainstream. And it's, it's again, it's harder. You know, when you think of an artist like Prince, right? I don't know if Prince would have had the career that he had had he begun his career in 2022 because it would have been so much. Obviously, it was hard for him to break in anyway because he was so unique. But like, I don't feel like uniqueness is being allowed a platform in the same way that it was previously. Not that it can't break through because it can and it it does sometimes. But I think there's just we're living in a landscape where companies specifically are looking for a lot of the same rather than looking for breakout stars Uh that will be so different that you just you know unimitatable or when people imitate them it's obvious absolutely because um we live in a a popcorn society right Right. popcorn microwave society I don't know. I've never, I don't like popcorn anyway, but like I've never cooked popcorn over the stove, but I remember seeing in old cartoons when they would cook popcorn on the stove and be like, oh, wow. Jiffy used to be Jiffy Pop popcorn. Yeah. Absolutely. I know what you meant. You guys, why you guys are my favorite. My thing is, back then, people was a little bit more patient. Because like you said, it wasn't easy getting in. So they had more time to really nurture an artist. Back then, artist development was more important. You know, Mm -hmm. they really make sure you was ready to go to be a star. Yeah. Nowadays, everything is so easy, accessible. Mm -hmm. So they're like, look, we don't have time to groom you, especially when all the secrets of labels is coming out, especially in the They were like, right. look, if you pop in now, we're going to put a bag behind you. <laughs> Get a bag real quick before right. you be like, you know, and we're going to call it a day on to the next one. Because right. they can't do what they used to do to artists, you know? You're not getting away with that as much. So now yeah. they're like, no, we don't have time for all that. And that's why it's kind of sad because 
artist development is so critical and so yeah. important. But nowadays, look, if you got a following and you got a song and people is okay with you jumping around the stage, even with your leaves behind you and the crowd is feeling it, the artist's like, why would I change if they don't care? Yeah. Right. I don't care. Right. Why would I change? Yeah. And I think my answer to that would be, it just depends on what your goals are, really. You know what I mean? My goal is to have music that lasts forever. If that's my goal and I work backwards from that, then there's certain things that I do and don't do. If your goals are different, if your goal is to be famous, if your goal is to be hot right now and your future stuff is not, we're not thinking about the same futures, then that's, you know, whatever you want to do to get there is perfectly fine. As long as you're honest about, you know, what you want and you can, and you can go for that. I mean, whatever anybody wants to do, I support it. I just, have things that are important to me that are not as important to everybody else. And there are things that are important to other people that aren't as important to me. So, mm-hmm. you know, get it however you want to get it. But I also think it's really important for artists to understand things change, you know, like nobody ever thought when hip hop was new that it would be on serial commercials, you know, and look at where we are now. And in the same way that it feels like, well, hip hop's here to stay forever and it'll always be here and it's not going anywhere. There will be something else at some point. Nobody knows when or what it's going to be, but I I think it's important to stay open and stay flexible and stay curious about what else is out there for you in your artistry. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be in every pot all the time. You don't have to be the best at hip hop and the best at country and the best at techno and whatever. Um, But I think just having an understanding as an artist that diversity within your skill set and diversity within your offering is your friend rather than your enemy could be really helpful for people. Absolutely. Also, you also have to remember if all of y'all sounding the same, why do I have to choose? You know, one of y'all, because right. y'all gonna sound the same anyway. So I, do I really care who the <laughs> artist is if all of y'all sound the same? You know, be real. You no, that's not the same, all right. Just fill in the blank. It's like when you DJ sometimes. You play the song by who? And then they tell you that guy, which one? You know what I mean? Because they all sound in the same now. Oh, it doesn't matter. Any of them. Yeah, yeah. Just playing them, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, whoever, I don't know. One of them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's real. So um, on the Sip and Sing, when you introduce yourself, you call yourself <laughs> like the female Khaled, right? So explain to our listeners um, the backstory behind that. Yeah, um, so there's all these artists out now like DJ Khaled or Zed or Calvin Harris or any of the like um, that are all, you know, they all put out music all the time. And the artist's name is really the person who's doing a lot of the behind the scenes work versus the voice that you hear on the record. And unfortunately, we don't have a lot of women, if any women, I'd love to hear from you guys if you know, any, um, but we don't have really any women, I think, in that space that are a household name. And as far as me goes, I mean, remember earlier I said I wanted to get pra- played, I wanted to get paid to practice when I was a child. Like, I have never had aspirations for stardom in that way. Like, I've never had goals and dreams to be, you know, the person out front, but I have known that I've always loved music. And yeah, I sing a little bit and yeah, I play piano and whatnot, but. I have, it's never been my desire to be the face, the singer, the, you know, the whatever, but I love the creation part of it. And I realized, you know, last year that 
I wanted to step out a little bit and to be like, hey world, it's me. Um, but in order to do that, I don't have to go the traditional route of being the performing artist because if Calvin Harris can have, you know, whoever, Rihanna, singing on a song and it's a Calvin Harris record featuring Rihanna, why can't it be a Jessica Loyce record featuring Lyric Richet, like the song that's out now, my latest single, What Are We All Doing? Or Jessica Loyce featuring Simone Royale on vocals, like the song Half Hearted that I have out that I put out in September. Um, but yeah, I, I just, like, thank you. Um, media training, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> This is my uh, attempt to, to act like I got media training. Um, but yeah, I just, I feel like women so often more so than men really um, are pushed into to artistry as far as like being the performing artist. And the thing is, is that everybody ain't able and everybody don't have the desire. And I've just always known that that was not my desire, but that doesn't have to be a barrier to putting out work. Um, you know, there's so many talented producers and writers out here. And, you know, a lot of us are writing for other people, which I also do as well. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to put a project out, you don't have to wait or you don't have to, you know, be the the face and the voice all the time, you know, especially if everything, if so much of the record is coming from you. Does that make sense? Of course it does. Well, to us. I'm just, I'm hoping I'm making sense. Everybody else. Going off, you know, it makes sense. Definitely. And um, I can't wait for more. Um, there's a, a lot of incredible female producers, mm -hmm. but just like the most talented artists, a lot of them are lost because mm -hmm. um, other music is being highlighted more, but yeah. they are out here. So yeah. it's, it's up to us to find those hidden gems like mm -hmm. yourself and then try our best to highlight you even more. Now, you classify yourself as a producer and songwriter? Like, that's your title? Um, so the main thing I would say is that I'm a songwriter, but then, like, okay. underneath songwriter, there's all these other things, like producer and vocal producer and vocal arranger and pianist and vocalist sometimes and all these other things. My main identity that I see myself as is a songwriter, but then there's other stuff that I do that facilitates the songwriting as well. So songwriting for which genres in particular? Um, I love writing in a lot of different genres, to be honest, but what I've found in, you know, again, if you are wondering what your sound is, keep making music and it will show itself. Uh -huh. um, I love pop music. You know, I, I've always loved pop music. And I think for a long time, I tried to tell myself or tell people, you know, I do R&B and I do pop a little bit too, but it's like, Jessica, your first CD was Britney Spears. Like, be be honest with these people and with yeah. yourself. Britney always had number one hits. Like, I was a major Britney fan, so yes. that's cool with me. That is definitely cool with yeah. me. Okay, and Thank I think you. it's it's really <laughs> weird because obviously, you know, I don't know if it's obvious, but like, I love R and B. Like, I feel like it's hard to be black and not to be perfectly honest with you. Um, just just because that's so much of what I was around and those songs are so great. Not that anybody has to love R&B if you're black and I was trying to be that girl. Um, but that said, I think it took me a while to really own the fact that I'm a pop girl. You know, I love pop music. I always have. It makes me feel so good. And I think that's really where I shine when it comes to writing um, and production and vocal production and all the things that I do. And I have R&B songs in my catalog. I have, you know, a song that's kind of country-ish in my catalog. I was in a rock band for a while. I love a lot of different kinds of stuff. But 
I think um, Britney got joints. Who's Britney? Tell us, Sean, right? Um, Britney Spears. Oh, Britney Spears. Sorry. My bad. My bad. My bad. I forgot we just mentioned Britney Spears. I was like, person I need to know? My bad. Um, but yeah, I just, I love pop and I love the way it makes people feel. And I think there's a lot of people out here that are like, yeah, I don't really mess with pop. You know, I'm a, I'm a whatever person. I don't really like pop. Listen, if you like ABC, it's easy to one, two, three. You like pop, okay? <laughs> so a lot of people don't know the, the difference. And don't realize mm -hmm. how much of it is the same. Michael Jackson was classified as a king of pop, right? right? <laughs> you like pop? It's that his title. And right. I told you, Sam, because um, when I during this time of my life, mm -hmm. when um, Britney, Justin, Ninety Degrees, Backstreet Boys, and mm -hmm. Sing, Simply Playing, when all of them came out, I was living in an all-white neighborhood, and they didn't even have BET. So I was like literally exposed <laughs> to them. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of their music and their hits um, automatically came part of my favorite catalogs. Mm -hmm. You know, so when I hear the songs, I'd be singing along with it. If yeah. it's pop, R&B, because I tell people, like, what's your favorite genre? I'm like, I don't have one. Yeah. I just love music. Okay. If it's great music, I'm going to enjoy it in the majority of the um, main genres. It just happens like that. But mm -hmm. with you being a songwriter, you're not going to write me a rap? I would love to tell you yes. <laughs> I would love to be like, I am versatile. I do it all. You do not want to hear rap from me. I'm no, just going to okay. you. It's you fine. don't. All right. I'll let you write the hook, okay? There we go. Here we go. I have something to offer you. There you go. There you go. Yes. Now, um, it's almost time to take flight. You know what I mean? You know? So um, talk about these two joints that you presented with us. Yeah. Um, which one do you want to hear about first? Whichever, your choice. Okay. Um, so, and you guys asked me before, like what kind of artist I want to be okay. or what kind of artist I am. I think part of who I am too as a, as a songwriter is obviously I'm coming from a female perspective. I'm coming from a black woman perspective. Um, and I want to write songs that resonate with women. Um, and I think for a long time, men have written a lot of songs sung by women and there's nothing wrong with that. Like we, we can all collaborate with each other, but you know, I'm not one for the, I'm going to love you until the day I die and you can run me, you know, you can do me wrong. And I'm just going to love you. Like I, I try and write songs that I don't want to say are female empowerment songs. So that's not really what I mean, but you know, I, I want to come from, from a place that feels like me and that place is not. I'm going to love you every day, even if you like, you know, run over my whatever, like even if you like do everything wrong to me. And so my song Half Hearted is kind of about, <laughs> it's about what happens when you're in a relationship with somebody and it doesn't work. And then they go date somebody else and you find out about it and you're like, yeah, I'm happy for you, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you have kind of a little bit of an attitude about it. And the thing is, is that you really want to be happy for them. But it's it's a little, sometimes it's a little hard to be happy for people when you feel like you built something with somebody that didn't work. And even though you know that what you and them had was not probably meant to last, like there's a line, like I know our foundation had some cracks, like yeah. we probably weren't meant together to be, weren't meant to be together forever. But sometimes you can still be a little salty when it works out with somebody else. It's like, damn, what happened? You know? Like, 
I made you. Like, I made you a great man for her. Like, <laughs> talk about the cleanup woman. Um, so, yeah, that is what Half Hearted is about. Um, and especially, I love my first verse on it. You know, when I first heard about her, I laughed because it's very like, you say who? <laughs> okay, girl. <laughs> Let me check the pictures out. Let me check out that social media. Because um, sometimes it be like that. You know, sometimes it's, you really want to be full hearted, happy for somebody, but it's hard sometimes. Especially not in that moment that you're still hurt that it didn't work out with the one you thought. Yeah. You were with. Like, yeah. I love the people who grow from situations like that and mm -hmm. realize, you know what? In that moment, I really thought you was the one mm -hmm. and it hurt, but I still wish you the best in life. But in that moment, no, I'm not going to be happy for you. I'm yeah. still hurt. I, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. But that's a real song with real emotions. That's reality. And it's, it's a subject, a part of situations, such relationships that a lot of people don't talk about or dig deep in. Yeah. You know, so I think that is awesome. So, Nina, what are we about to do? It's about that time. Let's get this in. All right. Let's get in. Introduce the song, Jessica. This is Half Hearted by me featuring Simone Royale on vocals. There it is. When I first heard about her, I laughed. You moved on, and I should have expected that. I just think it's funny how she kind of looks like me. And now in all the pictures, you're always smiling. But I don't care. I don't want you back. But when you come to say hello, to make sure I wasn't the last to know, I forced a smile and chose to So why don't I have a soft half-hearted When you deserve something true Not half-hearted 
Wow. And oh, that's wow. half-hearted. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's always no. funny listening. At, or go ahead, go ahead. No, please. Go ahead, please. I was, I was gonna say it's always funny like seeing people react to my music and being like, oh, that was really cool, that was really good. And I'm just like, yeah, I've been like, <laughs> it, it's, it's old news to me, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like, I've been living with this song for so long. Um, but it's always fun to hear it. Um, hey, it's my friend Jessica, Christian Forney. Hi. Um, sorry. I don't even know who that is. Uh, no, I'm, I'm sure I do. Um, but yeah, it's always fun experiencing people experience my music for the first time. Because um, again, to me, it's like, it's boring. It's like, these thoughts have been in my head. These melodies have been in my head for so long. But thank you guys for playing it. I appreciate that. Absolutely. It's kind of like when... Um... Like you said, we have songs along, but I tell people, they were all oh, this old thing. What is old to you is new to somebody. Else. Right. So your yeah. old music is new to new ears. Yes. So it's yeah. going to hit everyone differently. And what yeah. I love about it is just, it sounds like a classic pop song that Thank no you. matter whenever it's played, it's just going to be a great feeling whenever it's played. Today, tomorrow, a couple of years mm -hmm. from now. And it would like um DJ Abel from New Jersey said, you know, soft spoken vocal execution, solid lyrics. And these type of compliments every artist did not get. We can <laughs> tell that you took your time when creating or maybe you did, but it sounds I like did. <laughs> okay. I did. Yeah, and there's a lot of, you know, when you talk about the, the vocal production, there's a lot of, you know, hey, can you do this take like this? I think I need a little bit more of this on this word and blah, 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 blah. You know, there's a lot of that going into it, in addition to how I set up the harmonies and whatnot and where I wanted all of those to be. But yeah, Simone Royale is an artist based out of Atlanta, and she's killing it right now. So I was really, really lucky to get her on the track. So how does that work with you being the songwriter and producer? How did you pick the um, the right singers to bring your vision to life? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just about kind of like with so many things in the in this industry, networking and just checking out people's work. And when people tell me, you know, they sing, I, I really try and be like, oh, OK, cool. Let me check it out and see what they got. Um, people tell me like they're a producer, they're an engineer whatever. I'm, I'm actually genuinely very interested in hearing other people's work. And so I had met uh, Simone because I think we were using the same engineer at the time. Um, and he kept talking about her and being like, yo, you gotta check out Simone's stuff, she's dope. And I checked her out and I was like, she, her voice is incredible. Um, and so I was really uh, happy and lucky and blessed that she, <laughs> that's funny. Um, I was really happy that she, signed on to be um the singer for this i was laughing because dj cyclops just said i hear the disney influence because him and i talked the other day mm -hmm. and uh yeah disney's a big a big deal in my like musical makeup so there's I, almost every time i play somebody something at least one person will be like yeah it sounds a little like disney-ish i'm like hey. put that in the atmosphere let's get that disney Back. contract disney yes Back. i'm disney I am available like it, whenever you are ready for the next Disney princess movie, that has always been a dream of mine to be uh, head of the music for a Disney princess movie. So if Disney's listening, call me. Or the Queen movie, the Queen Quest movie for Disney. <laughs> I'm trying yes. to <laughs> a princess with some braids. Okay. Yes. 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 Please. We're gonna we're gonna work on that. We're gonna get it together. We're gonna get it together. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
Nino, from a DJ's perspective. Yep, yep. My voice is crazy today. Um, that real talk that was refreshing to hear. You know what I mean? Because I, I had not listened to that full joint because um I wanted I wanted the show to be my first listen mm-hmm. to that, and mm-hmm. I was listening to it. I'm like, oh, it it actually was refreshing because it didn't sound the same. You know what I mean? I'm telling you, it's all sound the same all the time. So um I, I like that. You know what I mean? I I, I want to know what's like a um like a typical studio session for you. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Ah, uh, there kind of is no typical one, to be honest. Um, are you talking about as far as like how the songs come together and stuff? Yes, facts. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. That. Um, so it, it happens so differently every time. I mean, I'll, I'll talk about this one in a second, specifically Half-Hearted. But I think a lot of times when I'm making music with people or even just when it starts <clears throat> with me, um, I'll either think of some lyrics or a melody or whatever in my head and I'll write it down or voice memo it. And then most of the time what happens is that songs show up in moments when songs are not ready to be written yet. Like I'll hear something when I'm in the grocery store and I'll be like, okay, cool. Get that for later. You know, voice memo, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then later on, that'll be a thing. Um, and so a lot of times that happens where I'll, I'll think of something and then decide to flesh it out later. And I can either flesh it out with myself or with another person. Um, a lot of times, honestly, songs come out of conversations. Like I'll be in the studio with somebody um, and we'll just start talking about something. And then it's like, you know, I think that's the song. You know, I think that's the thing we need to be writing about because whatever you're talking about or whatever I'm talking about, there's a lot of truth and and sticky stuff there. Um, And then we write about the conversation. Um, Sometimes I'm in the studio with somebody and we're top lining. So for people who don't know what that is, it's when you have the music already and then you just add the melody and the lyric, which is the top line. Um, and a lot of times what people will do is they will just sing uh, melodies and then we'll, they'll sing a melody to like the whole track. And then we'll be like, oh, I like the melody at like 30 seconds, like 45 seconds and a minute and a half. And we'll kind of cut those up and say, OK, we want this melody to be for the verse and this for the B to this one to be for the pre-chorus or the chorus or whatever. And we'll kind of write to the melodies and then figure out whatever the track kind of feels like and what the melody feels like and and try and match that. And then sometimes I'll just sit at home on the piano and write a song by myself <laughs> um, and then, you know, produce it from there. But as far as this song goes, Half Hearted, this is one that I started on my own. Um, I don't remember how or why I was thinking about what I was thinking about in the song. Um, I think what it was is that I think it was that I was very much over my ex. Um, but I was kind of imagining like, what would it be like if I wasn't over him and decided to write about that? Because I did have an ex that started dating, uh, someone I knew, let's say that. Um, yeah, someone who I introduced to. Mess, absolute mess. Um, and so even though I don't want him, you know, I figured it could actually be kind of a cool perspective to come from as if I did kind of want him a little bit. And so I, I started writing just on the piano about that. And then I pulled in another friend of mine named Holland, who's an artist who's super dope. She's got a song called Confession out now and her album is also coming in a few months. Um, and she plays piano too, she's a great pianist. And we finished it together. And it was really cool to write the song with her. And then I collaborated with two different producers on that, um, Wes, uh, Wes Green and I need to know this man's name. Oh, um, oh. It's on the credits of, of this song. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, I can credit for, but I don't know. Yeah, he's getting credit for. I can see his Instagram profile, but I cannot 
catch the name in my head. That always happens where it's like, I wish I could search Instagram based, based off of the image in my head and not the Oops. name. This happens on my forgetting people's names. Um, but yeah, I collaborated with two different producers on it. And then obviously Simone Royale sang it and I did the vocal production and the arrangement on it. Um, sent it off to get mixed by Anthony Majors, who's a great mixer. And yeah, then it, it came to be. Wow. So <laughs> it's a lot of story. I haven't told that story in a while. Because, you know, it, it just wasn't meant to be told for a while until you got here. <laughs> um, everyone knows my favorite subject is me, right? Mm -hmm. So we had a conversation the other day. We did. No spark for a song. Um, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I wouldn't say there's no spark for a song. I think every conversation, to be honest with you, every conversation can become a song. Um, and I think if I was going to write a song about our conversation, it would be about, you know, love and, you know, what you've got going on over there. Um, and so, you know, it, it would be about love. I don't know how much you've shared with the public on what you've got going on. And so I'm going to keep that to myself, but I, it would be about love. Oh, that's a good woman of my heart. You're so right. I like that. I like that. Okay. So when you're ready, just let me know. <laughs> I will. I will. I'm saying because we might as well collab on it together. I mean, hey, I'm, you know? I'm down. And then we're going to put together the tour, you know, <laughs> and then Nino can be the DJ on the tour. Yes. I you love it. We can get it. it Super love this. Absolutely. Oh my God, you're so amazing. Okay, let's talk about this second single. Okay, so this is the more recent one. This is called What Are We All Doing? I, it came out in February. Woo, where to start with this? Um, this song is was originally conceived in a time when I was asking a lot of questions. Um, I was in a period of my life where I was just like, what? the f are we all doing like so much of what i was living through and seeing and experiencing and what was being i don't want to say sold to me because in ways it was what was being sold to me but just ways that i was seeing people interact that was being presented as normal mm -hmm. and regular and acceptable and i was just over here with my aquarius rising self like Ah, ah, mm, 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 no, no, mm, no, don't feel right. <laughs> um, and so, you know, everybody, well, if you watch reality TV, you've heard somebody say, I'm not here to make friends. You know, if you heard, if you watch competition reality shows, you've heard someone be like, I'm not here to make friends. I'm right. here to win a thousand dollars or whatever. A thousand? Anybody going on no show for a thousand? Some people I will. mean, some people will, but I feel like if you're going to put yourself yeah, out there. Yeah, deal like, or no deal. Or yeah. <laughs> it should be way more than that. Yeah, um, I, $1,000 contest, but go ahead. Go ahead yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I think of my first reference when I think of I'm not here to make friends is America's Next Top Model. Of people being like, this is not America's Next Top Best Friend. This is America's <laughs> Next Top Model. Uh -huh. And so... You know, it just started me thinking, you know, with everything I was experiencing, I started thinking of these lyrics of sometimes it just feels like even though, you know, I'm not on a reality TV show and none of the people I know are, uh -huh. it's like we're all showing up with this energy of I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to get a check. I'm here to network, but like not network in an authentic way. I'm here to like use people for things. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. I'm here to 
to, to sh present in a certain way that may or may not be authentic to who I actually am. I'm here to do a smoke and mirror show for you. Um, and so I, I think the lyrics to that one came to me first before I had a melody. <clears throat> and I started writing part of the first verse and part of the chorus. And then I have a friend who's actually really dope at R&B, Jeff Jefferson. Um, and he, he and I wrote the song together and we kind of just fleshed it out. And I really love the way that song came together because it's not just me being like, you guys are crazy. It's not what are you doing? It's what are we doing? Because the song is about sometimes it feels like the world is moving in a way that feels very icky to me. Yeah. But it's not like 100% of the time I'm like, I will not participate. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you're participating and sometimes yeah. you are just as, you know, I don't want to say at fault, but like sometimes you're not taking every opportunity to question something. Or even if you have questioned it, sometimes you're not taking every opportunity to go against the grain. Sometimes you're going with the flow of things. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's true for everybody. And so the song is really about not pointing the finger at any one person and saying, you guys are all doing it wrong and I'm doing it right. It's really a communal, like, am I doing it right sometimes? Like, sometimes I'm not. Um, and so that's what this song is about. It's about feeling like things aren't right. Uh -huh. And also the uncomfortableness in sitting, sitting in the uncomfortableness of, I don't think what's happening right now is correct but I don't think I want to rah-rah and shout every moment that it's not and just kind of what that can feel like. Okay. Well, that's what are we all doing? What are we doing? No, let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right. Nina, you All right. Introduce Jessica. Yeah. This is What Are We All Doing by Jessica Lois featuring Lyric Rache on vocals. I'm not here to make friends We should all get tatted on our foreheads We're all topics trying to trend Everybody's trying to eat, nobody's getting fed Repeat, recycle, defend Ideas imprinted in our heads Gotta hustle, get the back, gotta spend And you can sleep when you're dead Cause everybody knows that this is broken The cracks have been showing
Thank you guys. That was absolutely amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are so <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, it's funny. I haven't listened to this song all the way through in a long time. And, you know, about midway through, I was actually kind of getting a little emotional about it because I'm just like, oh, those are my people. Like, I just, I remember the process of making this song and it just felt like a very, uh, th this one was, was really special to make. Um, I'm on background vocals. Um, one of my, my co-writers on background vocals, Lyric was just, knock the vocals out of the park and just so much of the process of making this um we just felt like my, those my peoples um so it was really it was nice to hear it i felt like i was hearing it with fresh ears so but what did you guys think well here's my thing right it's not about to say something bad right i'm really not um i enjoyed it because i'm in a, um a season where i'm it's an odd season to be in because of what's mainly highlighted on the mainstream level but at the same time i'm really trying to give a lot of artists a, a better chance i'm trying to hear your lyrics i'm trying to hear the story you're trying to tell you know some are just doing it for entertainment reasons follow the the trend but there's a lot of them that's really doing it with the purpose behind it and a lot of them doing it in a great way like with your songs i'm receiving the message and i'm receiving the emotion you know what I mean? It's, which is a beautiful thing. Like, I hear the song. I'm not just bopping to it because it has a nice beat. I'm literally digesting the topic. <laughs> and that is a beautiful thing. And listening to your music and how it's done so professionally and um, just everything about it, everything about you, it just reminded me of the whole reason why I became an artist to begin with. And I feel like I still haven't had that chance to really oh break God. down my ideals and um, what's on my mind, what's on my heart, and having a chance to really write it down and really birth each track. You know what I mean? It takes nine months yeah. to make a baby. Like It should take really time to really create something amazing. And you're truly an inspiration. Like You, you really are. Now, business-wise, oh these songs are awesome. But these are songs that I can enjoy while I'm listening to them. Mm -hmm. You know, if I'm driving, they come on great. I'm just trying to figure out how we're going to fit this <laughs> on the station because it's amazing, but it's in a lane of its own. Mm -hmm. So maybe we're going to have to go out and seek some more greatness. Perhaps. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to have to figure it out because you got our support. You are super dope. And this is the type of music I'm talking about. I'm like, the music people want and desire, it's here. Yeah. You just have to take the time and give people a chance so you can actually enjoy what you want because it's actually out here. Yeah. You're super dope, Jessica. You're super dope. Oh, you guys are going to make me cry. Um... It's okay. Have it's okay. Have your moment. Let Nino tell his spiel. I, I, got, I, got, I got nothing for you, but thank you. It's, no, but, but it's on the real, it's, it's held. Thank it, you. Yeah, it, it, is, it is, like I said earlier, it is pleasing to hear songs where it's obviously obvious to me and to my ears that they actually took the time. Well, or, or maybe not. You know what I mean? Or and, 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 you know, mastering it, you know, vocally, doing, doing it, because it sounds great. 
You know what I mean? And and sometimes when you listen to, you know, non-major stuff, you, you can tell that it is non-major. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can be like, ah, it's, it's missing something. They need to tweak this and that. Then maybe. But this, this is a finished song. It is finished. You know, it's finished. Both of them songs were finished. You you, you can take those and, and, you know what I mean, if you had that kind of station and, and just put it right in. And no one would think twice when it came on in a rotation. You know what I mean? They'd just be listening to it. Then the next song, they go, hello, what is this? You know what I mean? They, they wouldn't be like, yo, what is this? You know? So, <laughs> for real. Yeah. Um, it's high standard, it, high industry standard. Facts. Yeah, it, it is it, it is greatly, it is very well put together um, mm-hmm. from from top to bottom. The vocals, the, the sound, because you know, that's that's the thing. I listen to these things in a bigger speaker so I can hear the, hear hear the song. Mm-hmm. And um, there's sometimes where I'm like, I don't know what they did. They do this through their phone or whatever. But <laughs> nah, this is nah, this is you, you did your thing on this, so I, I have you. to respect you for that. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And I know, you know, I get that this ain't like the the song that's necessarily in heavy rotation all the time because it is talking about some stuff, you know, that you might not always want to be like constantly engaged with, but I'm really proud of it. And it it says exactly what I wanted to say in that moment and exactly what I feel sometimes. And so thank you guys for even just playing it and giving me the opportunity to come on. I really, really do appreciate it. You know what's so interesting about what you just said? What did I say? That was interesting. <laughs> Love you, you know it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me about me, please. Okay. See, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this is like my new best friend. There's certain songs that touch on certain topics, mm-hmm. but because of the way it's done, yep. it can still be in regular rotation. Yep. And a lot of great um old school hip hop R&B songs and um, even a lot of pop songs. We have these messages in it and they stay in rotation. It's because of the quality of the song. So your song is one of those exceptions too, that it will be on the top of the charts, even with the message and I love it. Oh boy, <laughs> a lot of a lot of high praise. I don't know if I can handle all this, but I'm gonna try. Yes. Um, so thank you absolutely. guys. I really appreciate it. I mean, so many so many artists just want to get their stuff heard, you know. And the fact that, like, it, I, I do mean it. Like, it really does mean a lot to me that you guys would even take the time to talk to me today and then play my music on top of it. It's like that doesn't happen every day, and it doesn't happen all the time for everybody. So I just I really do appreciate it. You guys are super dope. <laughs> um, no, I'm joking. <laughs> I mean, yes, but you're not wrong. Yeah, when you speak, you're <laughs> very obvious. <laughs> I have a question for you because I'm very interesting. Okay. Interested. The way these songs are put together, the mm-hmm. way your ideas come to your mind, mm-hmm. the writing process, the production collaborated with the right producers, um, Mm -hmm. writers, singers. What's the time frame for one creation? Well, (laughs) (laughs) Um, it really depends. Some of them take longer than others. Uh Um, Like, for example, and, you know, the person who I'm about to talk about, like, we talk about this, like, we're fine. 
Um, but for what are we all doing, for example, you know, the first mix that I got from the engineer that I used, you know, I just, I was sitting with it for a few months and I was just like, you know, I don't think this is the right mix for this song. And then I ended up getting it mixed by somebody else and it, I love it even more. Um, so sometimes it's just about knowing who to pick the first time as opposed to picking someone the first time and then realizing halfway through that they're not the right person and then that prolongs the process. Like in a relationship? <laughs> yes. Yes, girl. Because I can't be half-hearted about any of my music. Like, we gotta, we gotta get it together. <clears throat> if you're not the right um, person for it, your music would be in my show rotation, personal rotation. Oh, thank you, Sean. Um, you know, I, I don't want to ever walk away from a song that I did that's finished and feel half-hearted about it. It's got to be right. My name is on it. You know what I mean? Like, I can't have people looking up stuff that I am, you know, that I have my name on and that's out here that I'm trying to promote and be like, eh, that one sounds half-baked. Uh -huh. um, and so it's got to be right. And so sometimes getting it right takes time. And sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes, you know, it just flows really nicely. But to answer your question, um, you know, it takes a variety. Like there, there's no, I don't think any of the songs on this project that I'm, and I haven't talked about that, but I'm putting out an album pretty soon. Um, and none of the songs on the album have taken the same amount of time to go from conception to finish, you know? Okay. So on average, maybe a couple of weeks, months? Um, Maybe a few months. Um, Just because... You know, sometimes it's weeks, but I think also too, you're dealing with different people's schedules, you know? Uh -huh. And so if it, if it was, you know, it was written in a day, it was produced in a day or, or in a, you know, if every part of the process took a few days to do, because if I was dealing with the kind of, you know, budgets and demands that one day I believe I will be dealing with where everyone will say, oh, Jessica needs something. Oh, let me jump on that right now. Um, then it would take way less time. So I don't think it's about they're taking, they're taking, uh, long periods of time because they inherently need long periods of time. I think it's just about, for example, you know, the lyric who sung the song, like I got to coordinate with lyric schedule to get it sung. I coordinated with Jeff's schedule to co-write it. You know what I mean? It's just, it's uh -huh. just a scheduling thing more so than it's like, well, I really just like took years to, you know, bring it out of me or whatever. Like, that's not the case. It's just a scheduling thing. Uh -huh. um, and then again, occasionally, I picked the wrong person. And so for what are we all doing? The first mix, you know, I didn't love. And then I sat with it for a while because I wanted to be like, do you really not love this? Or do you just need to like give it some time? And then I was like, no, I want to have it mixed by somebody else. And, you know, thankfully somebody jumped in to do that. And now, now I love the mix, but yeah, hopefully that answered the question. No, it did. And I'm glad you didn't just settle for the yeah. first Nina, you know how some people are like, well, it's already been mixed and mastered. Oh yeah, God. just because it was done doesn't mean it was done right. Facts. I'm a hot mess, okay? And they be so offended because it, that, yeah. just because it was done doesn't mean it was done right. Y'all catch it, y'all catch it, y'all catch it. Wanna, no. They be like, I've been working with my boy for years. I'm like, well, it's time to start working with your boy. <laughs> or work with other people as well. You know, again, everybody ain't right for the same job. Like you can work with one person on one thing and they'd be wonderful for it, but they're not the right fit for this other thing. And that doesn't mean it's any, you know, that's not meaning they're any less than. It just means that different people bring different things to the table and different people are better fits for different things, you know. Like in a relationship. There we go. See, everything results back to love. Like, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> everything yeah. results back to love. So, yeah. um, 
speaking of the album, I want to make mm-hmm. sure we get it into the show. Yes, you will be the first to know. About the wonderful album that you're working on. Yeah. Um, so I don't have a date yet, but definitely within the next uh, few months. So it's coming pretty soon. I'm really, really excited about it. Um, it's going to be my first album. Um, again, DJ Khaled style, like the two songs that you uh, guys played today. I'm writing and producing on all of it and different singers. Um, so it's a lot of collaboration on this album, which is really fun because that's half the beauty of making music, right? Is that you don't have to do it alone. You get to have communal experiences. Um, and yeah, it's, it's about love. Um, cause what isn't at the end of the day, but, uh, it's about, it, it's really dedicated to anyone who has ever been brave enough to love, um, loved and been hurt, you know, loved and lost, wondered if they were going to find love, found love and found that it was just as exciting and, ima- and wonderful as they always imagined. It's, it's for lovers. You know? I love that. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sorry. Put it together, T-Quest. Get it, get it together. <laughs> have, your, have your feelings. Have your feelings. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like, love is such a driving factor of definitely my life and I think so many other people's lives. Um, even if you're not someone who is in a romantic relationship or whatever, you know, love, even if you're someone who's looking for love and, like, how is that driving you know your interactions love is just such a huge overwhelming force and if we're you know it's an overwhelmingly positive force which is why i can feel so bad when it goes wrong um but yeah it's it's for it's for anyone who's ever loved so Ooh, should we answer this yes of course what's more difficult creating the songs for a project or preparation for the live performances to promote it so i actually haven't done any live performances to promote most of my music i've done a lot of live performances just generally speaking in my life um but i haven't done too many to promote or i haven't like even prepped for too many live performances to promote this album specifically um i've been filming a lot of instagram content and i don't like that (laughs) That just sucks. Sorry, that stuff sucks. Um, but uh, but yeah, it, making the songs is where I find my joy. Hey, Nina, you still with us? Because we're just having a girl moment. I'm enjoying it. So. Nina, have you been in love ever? Yes. Then this album's for you. Yeah, currently. How about that? All right. We like that. We like to see that. Um, so yeah, this album's for you. All right. Wow. Yeah. I swear it's like deja vu. Like I told him we talked. My lost love EP is all about wanting love, desiring mm-hmm. love, falling out of love, waiting for mm-hmm. love again. Like this girl, when is the album coming out? I can't say for certain yet, but definitely within the next few months. Yay! Oh my god. Yes, you will be the first to know when I have an official date. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, because it's only right for me, the queen of love, to know. Yeah, of course. Okay, so I can support it and of let course. my people know about it. We can do a, a virtual listening party. Oh, yeah, we were talking about that the other day, which I would love exactly, to do. Because I still have this ultimate love tour in the future mm-hmm. I'm putting together. Good tour name, ultimate love tour, yes. It's giving, um, it's giving, um, oh, I love to love you, baby. Ultimate love. I love it. Oh, I'm about to summer, about to summer flex. I hear you. 
Yes. But yeah, that's what it makes me think of. It makes me think of like glitter falling from the sky and stuff, <laughs> like ultimate love. Oh my gosh, you are so amazing. Yeah. Before we get to the next part, Nino, do you have any questions? For no, no, my, my, my whole thing is, because you, cause you know when you do the Simmons things, um, mm-hmm. there's certain people who leave impressions on their first appearances. Mm-hmm. And she did like from her first sentence. You know what I mean? Yeah, she came absolutely. in there like, yo, I'm here. You know what I mean? With, with, <laughs> that's going to immediately leave an, leave an impression. Absolutely. Um, and you definitely was one of those. Because um, there's been a lot of people on there. Um, and people ask, do you remember when so-and-so was on there? And, and I'm like, uh. showed up. Okay. Then I'm going back and looking at footage. I'm like, oh, they were here. Exactly. I didn't remember, you know, but they did show up. And, and you came in and 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 honestly left an immediate impression to the point I'm like, all right, she's good to go. Period. From the door you came in and did your thing. So Thank I got I got to salute you for that because Thank there you. there aren't there's there maybe a handful of people of all the artists that have came in there and have made an instant impression. Well, I'm talking about on me and talking mm-hmm. about um you know for everybody, but on me you are, you are easily one of those that left an instant impression. I'm like, oh. I like her. You know what I mean? It was like, like it didn't even matter what you was going to do. It's because you came in there um, with your personality and, and basically just, just like, yeah, you're going to pay, you going to have to pay attention to me. Um, so. I mean, I, I, thank you. Thank you for that. Um, you know, I know I talked about Aquarius rising a second ago, but you know, there's big Leo vibes over here. <laughs> um, I, I, uh, I like to make an impression, but I also don't ever want to like force myself on somebody. But facts are facts. Like I wrote the, I co-wrote the record, I co-produced it, I vocal produced it. You know, like that is what it is. So thank you for saying all that. Good, flakes, just flakes. Thanks, guys. I feel like everything's open for everyone to do whatever they want, and now people realize you've always had access to do it mm-hmm. oh you just had to take the time to just figure it out and do it yep. you know say like this whole virtual world nina was on game before the pandemic long mm-hmm. before Ooh, you, you know like because i had never before. even heard of a zoom before the pandemic i was like you mean that show on pbs yes absolutely and um it's like I tell people, you have a family that you were born into, born into, and then it's a family that you create, right? So it's just like music. It's music that the radio station plays, but then it's music that is personally on your playlist. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, I have my musical family and my musical record label with my favorite producers and artists Mm -hmm. and this, that, and And this is a family that I've built for me. You know, I'm not going to complain about what's out there because technically if it's something out there I don't like, I don't have to play it. You know, we have the right. I said, stop complaining. Just don't play it. It's that simple. You know what I'm saying? And um, you are now in my musical family. You are invited to the cookout. (laughs) Yay! Yay! You invited to the awards and everything. Now everybody don't make it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even want to say it too loud because now I don't want to buy slide on my DM like yo, like I'm part of it. 
You're like the third cousin's friend that was with them hanging out and y'all both came to the cookout because y'all was just together. And, and all the aunties are like, who is that? Who is that? Who is this? <laughs> who baby that with? That's lucky and them friends. You know the ones he be hanging out with all the time. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> but then he put his $10 for this fish. Now I'm joking. But listen, um, you are absolutely incredible. And thank um, you. thank you for the inspiration that I didn't even know I needed. Okay. Thank you for that. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm just trying to keep it together over here. Um, <sighs> yes. Thank you. You need to keep it together because this is part of the show where we highlight you, Ooh. and um, you say whatever you want. Oh, that ain't gonna cry. You can remind people how they can follow you. You can remind them about your songs. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying. You can have a wow moment, words of wisdom. Ooh. It's just like you're on a stage mm -hmm. in front of all these strangers. Okay, who was like, who was this woman? You see what I'm saying? Yes. And it's your moment to speak to them. You can uplift them. You can just do promotion, whatever you want to do, whatever your heart desires. Okay. Is yours. Oh, oh, I'm out full screen. Okay. <laughs> um, so, all right. Hello, strangers. Uh, my name is Jessica Lois, in case you're just tuning in or wondering who I am and what I do. I'm a music maker based in LA. You can find me at, at Jessica Lois Music. That's Jessica, L-L-O-Y-C-E, music on um, Instagram is where I am most of the time, but I also have a TikTok now, so you can go check out my TikTok if you want. Um, yeah, I have two songs out that I would really love for you guys to listen to. The first is called What Are We All Doing? There's a clean and dirty version. Um, and that's featuring Larry Gouchet. And then the second one that got put out in September is half-hearted and that's featuring Simone Royale. Um, if you love pop music, this, this is for you. If you love real music, this is for you. If you uh, love seeing black women win in pop music or want to, then this, these songs are for you. So please check them out. It would mean the world to me. And um, I also have jessicalois.com uh, if you wanna go check out my website and find out a little bit more about me and see how we can work together and you know a little bit about my background. Um, DMs are open if you want to chat me up and just, you know, chat about whatever. And then, uh, T-Quest was talking about if I have words of wisdom, I know a, a, a good spot at the cookout and I'm bringing food for the girl. Okay. Yes. Um, I, my, uh, plate is open if anyone would like to feed me. Um, I do like food. Uh, but yeah, as far as words of wisdom or just anything I want to leave the people with, you know, like I said, my album that's coming soon, um, it's about love. And so... Love is really important to me, and I hope love is really important to you. I don't know you, but I can confidently say that I love you, um, and I think you should love you too. And even sometimes when it feels like nobody loves you, just know that I do. And if you want to DM me to, for confirmation, you can DM me, and I will tell you that I love you. Because uh, love is so important, and I want you to love yourself. And part of loving yourself is loving what you bring to the table and getting taking the time to know what you bring to the table and what you do well and what you do not so well and you know take your time take your time you have nothing but time and love so i hope you guys enjoyed today um that's me <laughs> that's me oh can't hear you
<laughs> I was getting deep, okay? Oh, now I was getting deep. Um, I was just gonna say it's time to get the drops. Um, but yeah, so let me try. Um, if we can get an audio drop, you know, saying your name and that you're rocking with T Quest and DJ El Nino. Okay. Um, so name rocking with T Quest and DJ El Nino. All right, here we go. Hey everybody, it's Jessica Lois, your favorite black girl making pop music. I'm here rocking with T Quest and DJ El Nino. Perfect. And now let them know that um you're rocking with Gotta Love Me Radio. I of like course. that in your own way. Flex it how you want. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Hi, everybody. This is Jessica Lois, and I'm rocking with Gotta Love Who? Me. Gotta Love Me Radio. And I like that. I'm not even <laughs> mute. <laughs> well, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank and you. I hope you had an amazing time. The guest I'm had the listeners had an amazing time and um, yeah, we're going to stay connected. Yeah. We're going to have some fun. And yes. um, yeah. So here we go. Before we go, I just wanted to say one more time. Thank you guys so much for having me on the show and playing my music. Really, really appreciate it for real, for real, for real, for real. For real. Of course. Oh, why not? Why not? <laughs> the, the 95% of the songs that we get scare us. And the way people try to promote, I mean, it's, right? Um, but yeah, 95% scare us because everyone just think they're great and sometimes you're not. But anyways, um, what we're going to do, <laughs> just being honest, being honest, we would love to support everybody. We would love to help people as much as we can. But realistically, this is still a business and we still have to cater to our listeners and our consumers, you know? So even if we're cool and we love your personality, if your music do not match what our listeners need to hear or our sponsors, I'm sorry, but we can't put you in rotation. We can't promote like you want. There's no hard feelings. And this is just the reality, you know? And we always tell them in a respectful way. We're never disrespectful. We're never messy. You know, we do everything professionally. So, um, but you girl, you popping, you know what I'm saying? So we live. Now we're gonna go around to wrap this thing up. Let them know again how they can find you on social media. So jessicalois.com, Jessica Lois Music on Instagram and TikTok. And that's Jessica L-L-O-Y-C-E. Spells Jessica Lois. Um, but yeah, I've had such a great time and um, thank you guys so much. Okay, and don't leave after the show, okay? I'm not leaving, I'm here, I'm All here. Make right. <laughs> sure, and Nino. You can find me on all social medias at, at DJ Il Nino. And on a, I'm looking at the clock right now. I know I'm on air right now on a, a station or two. So you can find me um, virtually on the radio. And you can find me on, at DJ Il Nino on all social media sites. All right? There it is. Fleet yeah. DJ's mix show DJ of the year. Why not? I got to flex that too. Hey. And if you gonna flex, I was gonna flex. Fleet DJ's Lady of the Year, it's your girl T Quest. And you can follow me on all social media platforms at T Quest GLM. And don't forget to download your T Quest mobile app and your Google Play Store and your App Store for free. 
Okay. And you guys know visuals is everything. If you're an entrepreneur, an artist, an author, or whatever, first impressions is everything as well as the second. So if you ever need Hey, a- you. Me? Yes, you. What up? Are you ready to take your brand to the next level? Gelin Designs can help you with just that. Word? From laptop skins. You want Promotional flyers. Yo, son! Promo videos. I need that! OBS switch overlays and backgrounds. Hey, yo, let me get that! Professional one sheets and so much more. Oh, my God. Please visit our website. I'm on today to check out our designs. Get it. Follow us on social media at Gotta Love Me World. Follow it. GLM Designs are here to take care of all your graphic needs. The T-Quest Show with DJ El Nino. Relatable, formative, yet entertaining. If you think you can handle being a guest on the show, contact us today. We've interviewed independent artists to mainstream, regular folk to celebrities. You never know who's going to be our special guest, and one day it may just be you. Follow us on all social media platforms at T-Quest GLM and DJ El Nino. El Nino. El Nino.